Listen, I have an idea. An idea. An idea. Whatever today has given you Five eleven headaches still call it Thanksgiving True Welcome to another edition of the Super Duper Podcast I'm your host Rob Griggs here with the super producer as McMahon Yes <laughs> What's going on man how you doing? I'm great man nice sweatshirt bro yeah, you too, man. That's yeah, man. Good taste. Good taste. Twi- t- twinning. Do you feel comfortable saying that? You no, look like twins today. No, we should go. To, we should go to Great America, man. I mean, you know, what I'm saying, no. Right? <laughs> no, I did that once before. Never again. Yeah, I, I, I've never done that. Never, Proud to I say did that. It. The the uh, the post prom uh, yeah. Great America trip. Never again. Yeah, shout out to my exes who wanted to batch colors and I never did. So yeah. this is a super duper podcast. Thank you for joining us. We do not take your listens lightly. Uh, again, follow us on Instagram at Super Duper Pod. It's S U P A D U P A P O D. We got some new followers, man. No, no Sri Lanka Barbie, no Bitcoin. Really? Some real people, man. We get right. it up. Good yes, stuff. sir. Good stuff. And now uh, make sure you follow us online at hp53productions.com for our mer- her, 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 her. It's cold in the mug outside. So get you a scully, get you a sweatshirt, get you a nice mug for your hot toddy. Uh, with your favorite podcast and also the Southside DNA, so check it out. Also on the same website, you can check out other podcasts such as the Father Good Podcast with Kenny Stevenson and Marshall Givens and the Easy Smoke and GM Podcast featuring our own Ed McMahon. What you guys talk about this week? Uh, we talked about the Bears hiring their uh, new general manager, uh, yeah. Ryan Poles. Yeah. Um, we talked about, obviously, the, the divisional round of the NFL playoffs mm-hmm. and what a what a just outstanding weekend of football it was and uh great, great weekend man and we talked about barry bonds and roger uh-huh. clemens not um not being elected into the uh baseball hall of fame in their final uh year of eligibility so wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. the final year of eligibility so not, it's not like the in perpetuity they they can't just always be eligible well for so the hall of fame? so there so the the baseball writers have the uh the vote to decide who's who's in and who's out mm-hmm. uh you're on the ballot for 10 years after that you can still get in but you have to go through uh it's like a, a veterans committee that's a mix what? of hall of fame players uh baseball writers and executives mm-hmm. so um it's possible they can still get in but uh it's not a guarantee and just putting this out there, Barry Bonds is considered one of the greatest baseball players of all time, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah I mean, okay. that's no, even before the, uh, the performance-enhancing yeah. performance drug allegations mm-hmm. came out, he was already, you know, pre-2000, he was already uh, a Hall of Famer, Please. no doubt about it. So one of the guys considered the greatest players in baseball is not – he's not entered into the last – uh, year of eligibility. Okay, politics. Well, I mean, it's the the whole main allegations. Yeah, it's I the guess, whole allegations. Yeah. And now here's the problem. Now, okay, they've done a pretty good job of keeping out the guys that had the the most suspicion. Put Ortiz. Uh, yeah. yeah, but then now you got David Ortiz in, who tested positive in 2003. So 
Now, the difference between David Ortiz and Barry Bonds is David Ortiz had a great relationship with the media. Mm-hmm. And people wouldn't look the people, other way. Yeah, he had, he had great personality and everybody loved him. And so, you know, they looked the other way on his first, his first attempt here. Barry Bonds had an awful relationship with the media. And so now it, it's sort of like payback. Yeah. You know, Man, that um, sucks. so it is, it is what it is. I, me personally, I think the, at the, at the end of the day, the baseball hall of fame and all these hall of fames are museums that tell the history of the sport, right? Mm-hmm. Tell the history of the sport, let them, let the steroid guys in and say, Hey, this was an era, you know, 1987 to, to 2006, was the steroid a, era, aka is syringe hall is right yeah, here. Exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Number one on the board, Barry yeah, Bond. Yes, yeah, sir. You know? Man, man, that's hilarious. Roger Clemens, Sammy Jeez. Sosa, Jeez. Alex Rodriguez. Oh, maybe you know? you're just throwing everybody in there. Huh? I guess that, is what it is. What it is. That's what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, well, we'll check out the Easy Smoking GM podcast for all your sports news. You know, they, they do a deep dive on Chicago sports to touch all the sports news there. So, again, Easy Smoke and GM podcast and also the Father Good podcast, all HP53 productions. So, as we got a great guest today. Uh, but before we get to her, got a couple things we want to just just want to run through very quickly. Want to shout out a few things. I want to shout out Megan Good. You know, ever since that divorce uh, has been announced, her thirst trap game has been elite levels. I just want to give her a shout. I mean, just just want to say I see it for, for all it's worth and for all it is. Yeah, that's it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, good show. That's something else I want y'all to know. A uh, show, Abbott Elementary. Have you seen this, Ed? Have you I haven't seen it? it yet. I've heard good things no, about it. Though. It is hilarious. It is a great show. Uh, it's on uh, ABC, but of course, nobody watches a show on the day and time it comes out. So find it on demand, find it on Hulu. Maybe that's a show that making good watches. If it is, I'm already ahead of the game. You dig? Thinking ahead, as thinking ahead, brother. Uh, but again, we got a great guest today. Again, she, she's returning guest, Miss Rachel Turner, uh, marketing maven, entrepreneur, uh, all around just brilliant woman, man. And she brought us some new information about some businesses and some industries we should check out in 2022. So here's Rachel. Miss Rachel Turner, how are you today? Hey, I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Good, good to have you back on the Super Duper Podcast. Yes, thank you for having me again. Absolutely. Um, great before. It's going to be great again. So. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and guys, listen, she is a fantastic follow on Instagram. I was just telling her about that earlier. I feel like I know everything that's going on because I follow <laughs> her on Instagram. So at the end, uh, we'll make sure she gives her uh, social media handles out there so you guys can follow her but Rachel you know one thing about you uh, the last time you were on here we talked you were talking about your business and how you help small businesses kind of you know learn themselves from a marketing standpoint and how to be better businesses and you know you helped us out here at HP 53 and today I wanted to have you on to just talk about some businesses and some things we should be looking forward to in 2022 because you know everybody has the hustle and grind mindset but a lot of times we just run into the direction and we don't know what we're doing so you know since it's still january it's not black history month just yet uh we can give people you know some information and talk about some businesses they should check out look into some things they should could they can get into themselves that sound cool yes all right so what's your first business um so first thing um 
one thing um, I kind of had an epiphany moment recently um, on how as business owners, you know, in addition to going with the thing that's within us, it's important to pay attention to what's happening in the world, mm -hmm. because whatever is trending in the world or what's projected for the next five to 10 years, one is going to affect our business and two could be a huge area of opportunity. So right now, um, a place that's really big where people are expecting some um, great things to happen in a particular industry is fintech. So that's like, you know, your PayPal's, um, your Sophie Banks, things like that, where um, we're kind of in this new territory with crypto, um, NFTs, blockchain, the whole blockchain field. And they're all trying to figure out how to make it work and how to serve entrepreneurs better because there's this huge entrepreneurial boom right now, too. Mm -hmm. So with that in mind, you know, just for every entrepreneur to pay attention to what's happening with these financial companies, because that's what's going to that's going to trickle down and affect all of us in some type of way. Yeah. So one thing uh, was, you know, at the top of the year, that new law, um, I don't remember the exact name of the law, but where um, you're going to start getting a 1099K for Cash app, right? Cash app, Venmo, Apple Pay. So it's like as, as the fintech and crypto and all these new great things come on that are wonderful for us, you know, the government is definitely going to try to find a way to regulate it and get us placing taxes on it so <laughs> you know it's important to pay attention to all of that so you know just to start with that across the board for every entrepreneur you got to pay attention to what's happening with the money because it's going to affect you in some type of way okay so we just and let's stay on fintech for a minute because you know i know people they hear these these terms thrown around cryptocurrency bitcoin nfts and, and let's talk about the nfts for a minute because that's people are on there all the time. Again, I, I was saying earlier, I'm about to make a picture of a, a dancing bear or something <laughs> and sell it for a cool meal. Uh, but it's can possible. you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, but can you explain to people what exactly an NFT is? Sure. So, an NFT um, is basically a way to authenticate a particular asset. Mm -hmm. So, you could consider like a certificate of authentication that's attached to this item. And it's all um, connected to blockchain or, you know, it's um, created with blockchain and um, connected to a cryptocurrency. So, for example, um, if you go on any of these platforms and you just scroll along, you see something you want to buy. Typically, well, not typically, you have to buy it, you know, with the cryptocurrency. So you have to have either a crypto wallet or be trading on some type of platform mm -hmm. um, in order to even purchase it. So um, the beautiful thing about NFT is that, again, it's authentic authentication there's only one and that's what um is the allure and uh, the thing that gets people really into nfts because you know it's like with artwork for example you can have an art piece you can have prints but then there's always that small fact of okay is this really from the real artist with an mm -hmm. nft there's no denying that this is what it says that it is so um in the art world is really huge right now but it's extending across other things too i was just reading something today um nfts are starting to become a thing in real estate so okay. you know you your deed or you know not your deed but um you know you sign in uh for your house and doing all of that you may also have to uh know about your nft and get this information you know that and all that is packaged together um that way it's searchable and then you're able to um, prove who the owner of the house is with this NFT. Stop playing. That's yeah, wow. It's See, coming. Yeah, because I first heard about NFTs and it was around like sports highlights, right? And a lot mm -hmm. of basketball highlights. And they were like, the, the pitch 
from like I think the NFL and the NBA was like you can own your own LeBron highlight, your own Steph highlight. And when Steph broke the three-point record, you know, one thing he had a site that sold all like two, so the number was 2,974 NFTs of all the three-pointers that he made. And so it was like, oh, that's crazy like they really are blowing this thing out and so to hear that it's now moving into real estate means that we it's good to be talking about it today and people should at least start thinking about it in like a way to take advantage of it because you know like like we've always seen before you know uber was a cute little thing and then it became the way people got around around the city right it's like yeah. that's just that's just a normal thing so nfts may be the same way wow yeah it is yeah so that's what the actual you know physical real life real estate but then you also have digital real estate as well so you know just i definitely recommend doing like a quick google search um you know metaverse real estate or nft real estate and people are buying real estate in the metaverse right now because that's the direction why everything is going now don't ask me to explain the metaverse <laughs> I know. none of us know it just yet right right right, right but i what I do know, you know, Web3 is what's making all of this possible. And just a really quick, you know, when the internet first came out, um, you know, everything was you go to a web page. That was like Web 1.0. Web 2.0 was like social media and apps and things like that. Like it's not, it's still, um, you know, the same internet, but it's different ways, access different ownership. Social media owns, uh, can own particular things that are on this web. With Web3, the users become the owners. And that's why NFTs and crypto are such a thing because now you're taking out all of the regulations and um, you go straight from owner to owner, you know, buyer to seller. There's no intermediary um, institution that's, well, to a certain extent, there is an intermediary institution because you got to pay fees to certain things. I'm not even going to get into all of that. That's a whole other. Yeah, um, got have you back for that one. Yeah, that's like tax time. <laughs> tax money. Yeah. Right. But that's the thing like the gas fees and then, um, you know, uh, the places where you have your crypto wallets are going to take um, a certain percentage to actually process the transaction. All of, all of that stuff. But there's a whole lot less middleman and um, institutions uh, that can take advantage of you just trying to buy something or trying to exchange something with somebody else. Sure, so. sure, sure. So yeah, yeah folks, and, and again, Rachel, you, you say this to me all the time. You know, Google is your friend and you can yes. Google anything, find some information for sure, but guys, <laughs> so, but now, now people, you can make them and buy them, right? I mean, that's kind of the game. You either you buy NFTs from somebody or make your own NFT, but I guess it has to be so popular that people would want to own it and own it as their own. Like I even saw Nas, he put his lyrics up as an NFT, like lyrics to certain songs, it's just like, this thing is getting out of hand. This is really <laughs> out of control. Yeah, it's, I mean, you can, you and just to um, drop a, you know, vocabulary word out there, when you make your own, it's called minting. So, okay. you know, you can create it, but then the whole process of it is called minting, you know, like how you uh, mint money, like yeah. paper money, similar concept. But yeah, it's about the marketing. And the thing is, you can make an NFT and put it up there, but if no one knows it's there and no one cares, you're not going to make any money off of it. You're probably going to spend more money trying to get it on this platform than the money you're going to make from someone else buying it. Unless, you know, in that 5% chance, someone just sees it and falls in love and like, oh, I have to have it and they're willing to pay more for it. Yeah. But um, things are kind of shifting away from that. Now, don't get me wrong, it's still really huge for art, but now... Um, NFTs need to have like some other kind of incentive attached to it. Like there was a, a big 
um, music group where um, if you bought the NFT of their album, then you also got like uh, special tickets to their shows. You got special concierge access, things like that. So now NFTs are moving in the way where if you buy it, then you get all these extra perks or like exclusive access to things to make it more appealing to the buyer. Sure. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, so what's the next thing we should be checking out in 22? Okay, next thing, definitely transportation. Um, right now, the trucking industry is lit. Um, Yo, so I heard, I heard little Baby, on, it was like an interview a few months ago saying, I got five trucking companies. I went, what? Never, I, I didn't think he was going to say that. Of all the things I thought he was going to say, it was not a trucking company, but go ahead. I mean, it's, it, trucks make the world go round. Yeah, like, my dad's a truck driver. Yeah. And um, a lot of with COVID, um, there were a lot of truck drivers who either like retired early mm. or, you know, with all the uncertainty, like at the beginning of it, there was a lot of people who were um, drivers specifically who were exiting the industry. But now the demand is so high and it's just such a necessity right now. Like trucking is essential to, you know, consumer goods, to these companies getting paid and for us to get what we need. Right. So trucking is just really huge. Just a lot of money to be made in transportation period. Wow. 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 So is it just the people, you know, owning their own trucking companies, like little baby, or people just getting yeah. in, getting into trucking kind of? I mean, I, so I um, had a client who is an amazing just businesswoman who um, owns a trucking company with her husband. And I mean, even from just from, you know, working with her brand, sure. you know, you have people offering a uh, truck driver six figures a year to drive. So even just being a driver, you can make six figures owning a company seven figures if you're doing it right you yeah. know and, and up if you're doing it right and i'm sure they're up front you know the barriers to entry i just probably yeah. gotta get the trucks get the stuff so on and so forth or maybe is there a way people can kind of rent or you know lease trucks how does that work do you know or? yeah absolutely yeah absolutely you can lease trucks um and then there is so much more education out there now in how to start your own trucking company um We'll get one. So one of the companies I wanted to mention today, um, Integrity Transit, okay. um, they have a branch of their business that's called Integrity Team Integrity Knowledge Center. And that is my client. Her name is Melanie Patterson, just an amazing businesswoman. And she created a course that basically teaches you everything to start your own trucking company. You don't have to be a driver. You don't have to have any prior experience. But the information is there. It's just a matter of if you're willing to dedicate, you know, 30, 60 days to doing it and getting it done is totally possible. Mm. And so now when people get these trucking companies, are they like companies like like uh, low, like Amazon or other companies, you know, like they're looking for smaller trucker companies or just kind of how, how does that work? Like what's the, what's the market for people looking for trucking companies? Yeah, so Amazon is contracting um, with smaller companies to help get deliveries out. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've, I've seen someone pull up to my house in like a 1990 Corolla <laughs> to drop <laughs> my Amazon package. Sure, sure. So, I mean, you know, it's the people got to get the stuff. Like, yeah. you know, well, what can I say? But yeah, small companies, even, um, you know, any of these delivery company apps, like who's doing the deliveries. And if you have an established business where you can handle, um, you know, a higher load, then that's just more money going in your pocket. And yeah. then a company is happy because, you know, you had this track record and, you know, it's just, it's a win-win situation where you're an established business and you're able to serve. So why not take it up a level? Like you drive in Uber or you drive in, um, you know, Lyft or whatever, in, or driving for Amazon, looking to starting your own, getting your own car, trading your car and get you, a, you know, the Sprinter. Yeah. You know, and then you're able to do that much more. 
Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, and also, I think people don't know, like, uh, like government bids, like a lot of like yeah. the city, the state, you know, wherever your municipality, they'll have a book of just bids and just kind of like trucking yeah. might be under there. Any number of services might be under there. But again, people don't know about it. And you might be the only one or two people that are applying for this. And if there's some, you know, minority stipulation that's in there, that's another way to get involved. So I, to that point, that's why I was asking. I was wondering just what the market was with people, again, looking up bids with your local municipality and just mm -hmm. you might find opportunities right there and start the company right away so that's that's a, that's a good didn't think you were gonna say trucking did, did not think that was on the docket today yes. all right Absolutely. so so what we got next um next um wellness and experiences so of course we've been in covid you want to know you're number three now right um okay. I, yeah it's a yeah. hot mess <laughs> but again, but again, you and I met during COVID, which is wild. That's yeah. all I'm saying. We so it's all good. No, no. Yeah. Good there was some, yeah, there were some good things that happened during COVID sure. for some of us, you know. So um, but yeah, definitely wellness, you know, people are caring more about what we're putting in our bodies. Um, there's a statistic where there's like a certain percentage of plastic, straight up plastic that is in our bodies every week because of what's in our food. Oh mm. no, it's um on average, plastic the size of a credit card. That's what it is. So you eat about a credit card a week because of all of the crap that's in our food. You've messed up my entire week. Just <laughs> <laughs> but continue. Go ahead. Jeez. I mean, yeah. man, I'm doing this fast for my church, man. Maybe that plastic out my system. Right. <laughs> right. But that, but you know, that um plus, you know, uh wanting to build up our immunity. You know, you see stuff flowing around elderberry. Um, Dr. Sevy's name is coming up a lot. Yeah. Uh, what CMOS? That was like huge. Macaroot. Yeah. 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 Uh, mm -hmm. So definitely more um, health and wellness things because people are paying attention because it we really see it really matters and it can help to 100% save your life or extend your life. And then along with that, just experiences in general. We've been in the house. We haven't been able to see our loved ones. You know, a lot a lot of people have lost loved ones, and we just want to make the most of every experience or milestone moment that we can. So an industry that is booming, I'm seeing it for myself with some of my clients is um, the events industry. Um, everything from the actual location to decor, to food, all that. People want the best, they wanna make great memories. So yeah. any type of business where you're enhancing an experience is um, a great way to go for right now. Yeah, so you know, I saw a woman, it's a woman, I can't think of her name right now on Instagram, but she bought a small house and it's turning it into a wedding venue. And I thought that was cool because it's like, I wouldn't have thought about that, right? You know, it's the first thing when you buy a house, but it's like, that's what she's turning it into. Uh, so, you know, to your point, I think, and, and like you said, it, events have changed due to COVID. I think before we kind of had one idea of what an event should be, large space, a bunch of people, you know, mm -hmm. and now, like, I think you said it perfectly, the pandemic that we are still in has taught us about, Ex the experience right more than just kind of like there's a lot of people who know who are going to be there I, you know that kind of deal it's, it's just like well i know who's going to be there because i got the list is very private because everybody can't be there so mm -hmm. what what are we how is this going to be like what take you say of the decor like how different will it be you know what i'm saying so i think that sounds like a pretty good thing for people to be looking into yeah now with the health and the wellness i still can't get over this plastic credit card that's in my body um you know now i with that, with that particular, are there, are there specific products people are making or just kind of, you see it across the board? Is it more, you know, more products for women, more products for men? What are you saying? 
just simple products. So people want and products when you look at the back of the label, they can understand the ingredients and they can count the ingredients, you know, on two hands yeah. versus all of this other crap with the dyes and all of that in there. So people want simple, they want to be able to understand what they're putting in their body. And really the less ingredients, typically the better and the more closer to like natural ingredients that there are. And like some products, you still have to have a level of preservatives just for shelf life. And, you know, because the time that passes from the time it's made to when it actually gets in your hands, it has to last. Yeah. But outside of that, like, um, you know, just good quality products that actually work and getting diving into your audience and really making a product where the buyer feels like it was made for them hmm. so i know everybody's heard you know the phrase like niche or like it's niches and riches in a niche and stuff like that but like now it's really important like you want to make a product and dive all the way into your brand you know from how it looks to how you describe it to the visuals that you have you really want to make yourself stand out because now with all of these entrepreneurs that are popping up everywhere which yeah. is a beautiful thing how are you going to stand out you got to be unique and you just got to go all in with it. Mm -hmm. And just for everybody listening, you know, buy the, buy the natural stuff that, uh, you know, would list ingredients. But if you are stinking, you buy that regular deodorant. Okay. Like <laughs> don't ruin it for the rest of us. Just you, you need more ingredients. To your deodorant, All right. Just put that out there. Okay. <laughs> so ne ne next industry, what you got? um let's see oh so just to mention i just uh with the uh wellness before we get too far away from it um there's a brand called couche okay. um it's the first and only physician founded um suite of all natural feminine care products and they successfully raised 1.25 million dollars in seed funding so they're like one of the first 100 black women to ever surpass a million dollars um in funding that's awesome that's like a big deal that's awesome. It really is a big deal. And, you know, and a lot of, to me, that's just a function of they have an idea, they believed in it, and they dedicated their time and efforts to say that idea. You know what I'm saying? That's like mm -hmm. in this. And now, look, they are, uh, that's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? That, they could do, they do a lot with it, make a business for real with that kind of money, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And for, and for what it is, just like feminine care products or things having to do with women, like it's one of those things, like we got to buy it. Yeah. We're going to use it forever, but it's like, for how far and how much advancement we've made in technology, you would think we will have something that's like really awesome by now. And <laughs> we're just starting to like get to that point where like products are better, even like certain things, um, you know, for women who just had babies or things like that. Like, I feel like that industry, women, we now have, um, the, we're getting the funding and um, the attention is going there. So that's another area, like creating better things for women that have just been neglected because it hasn't been a priority. I think that's gonna be another area um, where someone could have a lot of success like in the next couple of years. Yeah, cause you know, like you bring up a very good point, right? It's like, you know, who's making the product also matters because they understand the nuances behind why this is important. You know, when people say, why does this have to be black owned or black centered? Well, if I'm making it for black people, I know this is supposed to lean a certain way or these black folks are going to be mad at me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. This this got to taste like this or smell like this. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think that's a very good point. Like, you know, that's why representation and the ownership of said product really matters because they'll know this, yeah. this shit, this, how this will evolve. Cause it's how, women or men or this group of people are evolving as well. Yep. Okay. Yep. 
And with that, I gotta um, definitely mention uh, the Fearless Fund. Um, Arian Simone Mm -hmm. is the founder of that, and they are just funding all these, you know, black women owned businesses. And you get a million, you get a million, you get ten (laughs) thousand, you get ten thousand. Like it's really amazing. They just um, partnered with Tori Birch um, for another, you know, I think it's like a grant program, but then also like a business education piece uh, Mm. for women. And that's so important just across the board for business owners to get educated. It's one thing to be, you know, this is my hobby and I'm putting a price on it and I'm selling it. Then it's another thing to be like a freelancer, or, you know, you may have some partnerships. It's a whole other thing to be a business owner. And like, firsthand last year um, I invested a lot of time and money like in operations getting a coach all of that stuff and then even this year I'm actually starting taking it up another level tomorrow with some more operations coaching and things like that I can say I'm a company like um they actually complimented me it was like Rich you said company like I'm so proud of you but I'm like I feel like a couple now as much money as I didn't put in this business and I'm hiring people. I got payroll. Like sure, I'm a sure. company. What do you mean? Sure, but sure. I want, I would love, I want entrepreneurs and business owners to like not be afraid of taking that time and that money to actually invest in their business and get it to that point. Because it's like, did you start your business? You started your business because it's something, you know, I got something here, but do you really want to be the one in it 24 seven every day forever? No, you need to go take some trips enjoy your business, you know, and that's, you know, grow it to a business so you can also enjoy life too. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, I think, you know, I don't, I don't like saying things as a black people thing, but to a degree, like most of the black businesses that I've seen, like they is operated as the, the person who founded it or started it, like they're the only one who can operate it. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, they never grow it into like very rarely, I should say, I don't want to say never, but it's like they don't always grow it to where other people get involved and they can leave it alone. Like they, their hands always kind of got to be in it. And I think that's a very good point. Like the, you don't start it to to do it to death. Like you start it so then they can grow into something. And when you walk away from it, it's still rolling and moving. That's a true success of a yeah. real business. For yeah. sure. For sure. Yeah. You can't be afraid to, you know, get alone. Um, of course, wisely get alone. But, you know, it's like we already um, are starting a race with, um, you know, a financial handicap because, you know, we don't have an uncle to just throw us 50000 or, you know, our parents don't have, you know, 100000 waiting for us after we graduate to go and, you know, figure it out. But the thing is, it doesn't matter where you start or how much you have when you start, you still have to put that time in and you still got to invest. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just it is what it is. And it's so, the sooner... Um, people, you know, understand that and just accept that for what it is, then I mm-hmm. think the farther along everyone will get. That's a very good point. And I, and I, and I like the way you kind of categorized it, right? Because, you know, you you it, either like, you know, it's a nice little hobby. I put a price on it, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, so what, the last one, of course, is where you would flex on the mama company. And then the middle <laughs> one, you said, well, I forgot how you said, oh, I'm a freelancer. That was the middle one. And I, and I think to your point, that's how, you should see the evolution of it, right? And I think most people just kind of jump into it. It's like, I'm just this. But I think you should have set milestones. Is it a hobby? Are you just freelancing? And are you a company? And there, there are things at each stage that you can say, no, I've graduated from this and now I'm this. Yeah. And like you said, and I think to your point, when you're a company, there's a significant investment 
from your time and your own financial means that you need to, you, you don't just want to return, you low key need a return. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, right. I gotta be a company because I gotta <laughs> get this money back. You know what I mean? So that, I, that's, I like how you put that for sure. Yeah. And just, it's, and not even knocking the hobbies, like it's just a, an awareness thing. Like, where are you? Maybe you're not ready to grow it to a company yet, but if yeah. not, that's okay. But just see it for what it is and be okay with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, you, we, know, we probably talked about this the last time you were on here, but, you know, people see what a quote unquote company looks like, but there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. And I'm sure, you know, that you got to deal with and manage it, do that. Like people ain't going to want that smoke, you know, <laughs> to be, to, they, they want to be a company, but it's like, you got to deal with this other stuff too. So that's mm-hmm. the thing that, you know, people, you know, we all try to stress here that, yeah, being a company is great. Being a business owner is great. Having a business that is yours is fantastic, but nothing, nothing is free. Nothing, right. nothing is free. And that's, and that's, and to your point, if you can pay the cost, it's all good. If you can afford it, by all means, pay the cost. But you know, I think it's being self-aware and knowing that, hey, that might be a little too steep for me. And like you just said, that's just fine. Doesn't make you any less of a person or what have you. That's just not the path for you. And that's completely fine. I think that's the part you you know, impress upon people too. It's yeah. okay if like, you're not trying to do this grind all day, all night. It's cool, but it's, it's for some people, maybe not for you and that's okay. But, but be self-aware enough to know what is for you. And then be and be successful at that. That's it right there. <laughs> yeah, you know, man, passive collection played on that one. So, <laughs> so what you got next? Um, let's see. Um, just to mention, so another area that is um going to be really big in a particular business to mention is Key Virtual Solutions. Mm-hmm. The founder is Tequila Shabazz. She's like just an incredible business mind. Um, but with all of these, um, you know, new entrepreneurs and businesses popping up, you need people to work in your business. And a great way to do that, especially if it's the type of business where you can't have remote workers is with virtual assistants. So for me, everyone on my team is virtual right now. I have um, someone in the Philippines, someone in Jamaica, someone in Miami. Um, I'm like, who I'm missing? Um, another person in the Philippines, someone in Palestine, like, like we I know, all <laughs> listen, you got, I know you know everybody because you got to pay them. You're like, no, nah, they, they oh, here. <laughs> she they here trust me i know exactly where they are sure but but the thing is one um you pay significantly less for um virtual assistance depending on the country just with the exchange rate and um it's a win-win situation because like i'm able to pay an amount i can afford but the amount that i'm paying to my virtual assistance is like okay for them you know in their country mm-hmm, it's really mm-hmm. significant they able to do a lot more things so you know it's a it's really a, a win-win situation um i know and then as you're growing your business you're going to get to a point where you are going to have to hire that you know closer proximity person with a higher salary but a virtual assistant is a great way to build start building your company and prepare yourself for those people so now key virtual solutions is that similar to fiverr like, well, no. no okay so okay so uh key virtual solutions the way her business is set up and you know definitely you can go to the website and all that mm-hmm. good stuff but um she um is very uh particular with um the virtual assistants that she has within her company oh so, um, okay gotcha, gotcha. yeah very defined skill sets and it's like different levels gotcha. um of um what i want to say like uh, the type of services that they provide so with fiverr 
it's more so like an open market mm-hmm. and um you know you pick a service you can check out the reviews you know how many um jobs has this person done those are two things i always take a look at first but you know you pay them you get what you get and it's kind of like okay so like with fiber it's kind of out and uh whenever i send someone over to fiber as a recommendation just be prepared that it may take a few people or a few jobs before you find someone who could really produce what you're looking for. Gotcha. But with mm-hmm. the, but with the virtual solution, key virtual solutions, it's, it's a bit more targeted, right. And kind of have a yeah. better idea of who, who you're working with, who you're going to be with. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You, know, it's the same person, you know, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, I, I, I scream that often, like I'm looking at my life and my calendars, like I need an assistant. I, I do. You know what I mean? I think all of us probably feel that way at some time that she just needs some assistance and some help. So, you know, that's good that we know about key virtual solutions, you know, and yeah. then companies like that. And, and the reason I asked was like five, just so people can kind of get an idea of mm-hmm. what it is and, and have some level of comparison so they know what this yeah. is and what you're referring to. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, fiber is dope too. I, I use fiber often. <laughs> hey, I've been, uh, people use fiber for all kinds of things. So I'm, I'm not mad. I, I know, but I think you, you brought up a good point though. It's like it's just going to take a few few rounds with a few people to find the right person. You know what yeah. I mean? They probably just have, is this a bigger market to choose from with fiber than, than say maybe in any, any other company? Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. So now I see you got one more company on here. I was going to let you talk about it because I got a big crush on it. So I was going to let you, uh, Oh, okay, so um, <laughs> it was just um, announced recently. Fenty Beauty mm-hmm. is going to have physical locations. Now I'm a little biased because I love Rihanna, like just her whole. I do too. But go ahead. Uh-huh. Trajectory. Yeah. Handle business. Church. Oh, just tabernacle. Like, what you say? <laughs> I said tabernacle, church. All yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like Beyonce is dope, but like. If I'm a, I'm a, the Rihanna stand, you know? Hold, hold on now. We're going to have to pause the interview for a quick second now. (laughs) Now, now, okay. No, no, you're good. Keep going, keep going. No, but no, no, Beyonce is dope. She's a dope businesswoman as well, but I just love how um, Rihanna is really moving. Her brand is known, you know, it's inclusive. You can find different shades, all sizes, even for men. um, She, the product she has for me, I think she had like the first ad with like a plus size man feature. Like hmm. it was kind of a big deal recently. Okay. Um, I just really love how she's moving and um, she's going to have physical locations and Fenty is like pretty kind of taking over and beauty. Yeah. And what I, what I like about what she's done, right. Is, is the rollout. You know what I'm saying? It's like, she didn't go too big until she needed to, you know what I'm saying? So like, like it, it that's the big mistake people make with a business when you start out right you want to do the flashy photo shoot first and look it'll look good on the gram the yada 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 just roll that thing out small because you'll be growing and then and then when you, your growth will be natural it'll it will yeah. make all the sense in the world because most people will start with a brick and mortar right it's mm-hmm. just like i want to have a store i want to see my store and it's like nope she's selling this stuff out the trunk and now those stores gonna be i i can already see how y'all gonna be in these stores <laughs> non-stop non-stop but don't let us stop by if you um stop god this is a damn right. deal I, i'm I, that sounds like something she would do too just like pop up and absolutely and, i mean i might be there if she do that i mean yeah it's gonna give me give me a couple face creams and uh yeah <laughs> wow no but i do I, i'm with you though with like because he's a billionaire right she's officially a billionaire 
Mm-hmm. And is is it just all Fenty, or is it some of our other businesses? Most um, of it's Fenty, though, right? I know, I'm I'm pretty sure she probably got some investments and yeah, you yeah, know yeah. other things rocking. Um, but Fenty is like the the at the face at the forefront of everything right now. Yeah, so. yeah. that's awesome. I mean, that, that I think that I, I'm with you. I do agree with you on that point. It's just like just see where from where she started to now, and it's mm-hmm. like she can't be stopped. I mean, right. it's just it's just it's no stopping her at all at all definitely definitely yeah. so a- any any uh final things you want to leave with the listeners just kind of about i know we talked about a few industries maybe we can give a quick recap so we talked about nfts cryptocurrencies things of that nature uh transportation talked about the metaverse uh talked about fintech health and wellness again again i can't stress it enough if you use a natural deodorant and it's not working for you, go go back to the shore. The natural ain't for you. Uh, did I miss anything? Um, I think you hit everything. Just want to mention. Um, oh yeah, one thing. Just uh, sustainability. Okay, that's another big thing too. So along with like the technology things that's happening, um, we have to pay attention to the environment more than ever. They were saying global warming. What for like twenty years we didn't pay attention. And now we got typhoons and earthquakes. Yeah. Like yeah. we had all of that, but like it seems so much more intense now. It's not a coincidence. Yeah. So we have to pay attention to the earth, how we cons- and how we consume and then how our products are made too. So um, sustainability is also really big. Like people are caring more. So if you're a business and you have sustainable products or sustainable process, talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. that's definitely a marketing angle that you want to put out there and it's going to attract more people to your business. So what's so, an example? Can you give an example? Um, so um, something that's sustainable where it's, so business sustainability means like you're not using up resources that can't be brought back easily. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think what's an so like something so, that's like, solar, some, so, some solar. Yeah, something solar or something that's made out of like a recycled material. Mm-hmm. Um that's being reused again or you know something being reused again or something where um you know it's not damaging the environment in the actual production of it that's another thing like it's different um ways to be sustainable so yeah yeah and and as you always say google is your friend uh you google it up check it out check it (laughs) out so definitely Uh, google it and you know get the the exact definitions on that one but um i just that's a work that's out there especially in the fashion industry mm-hmm. um that's a big deal right now um but yeah i would say definitely speaking to google you know turn on your google alerts if this is particular thing you know you want to know more about and stay on top of google alerts is amazing and also for coming up with content for your brand as well so if you know um uh, you know, a particular topic that um, is one of your brand pillars or something that, you know, is important to you to speak on when you're speaking about your brand, put in some keywords on Google alerts, and then that'll help you to be able to come up with content and also stay on top of all the new developments that's happening in that particular area. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing, um, you want to pay attention to it, uh, the industries that you care about. And then these things that we know are trending, like fintech, sustainability, um, you know, wellness, those things within that industry, pay attention to the parts that line up with the trends. And that can kind of give you an idea of, um, you know, weight uh, strategies or, um, you know, how you can move in your own business. Or even if you're doing investing, you know, pay attention to, you know, what you care about. But we know fintech is big. So pay attention to how fintech is affecting that industry. Pay attention to how, you know, um, new environmental laws and things we have to abide by are going to affect that industry as well. So now I must say, like, 
I, I've always admired just like how much you know about like a bunch of random things. <laughs> so it's like, I, I imagine you have a system. I know you talked a bit about it with your Google alerts, but like just kind of walk us through your system of how you Google something, how you, you know, do, is it like you wake up every day at five, like Rocky and just um, you turn on the internet and just search a million things? How, how does it work? Um, Definitely not waking up every day at five. <laughs> Um, actually, I would like to, but Wish I, I could have seen her face. I'm gonna yeah. say, toddlers, you know, nah, they, yeah. they world. It's they world. And honestly, if you if you up at five, it ain't you ain't gonna be able to do the work. You probably fixing something, cleaning something, trying to put somebody back to bed. That's so I understand. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, but um, just I just really dive into the things that interest me. Like with NFTs, I don't know everything, right? But like it makes me excited, so I make sure I make time to look into that, even if it's just like 15 minutes or you know, 20 minutes here or there, you just got to make time for the things that interest you. And I just, um, I don't know, th I just, I know for me personally, I've always been that type of person where, you know, just learning about people was interesting to me. So I kind of do know a little bit like about a lot of things, but just for anyone listening or, you know, watching, if it's something you're interested in, go with it. Cause you may find something there. Like with NFTs, I had a total light bulb moment. Like I, um, how I mentioned I worked um, at a brokerage for five years before I became an entrepreneur. And then, you know, I got into the, into my create, got into my finance side, got into my creative side. And then NFTs is like creative and finance and marketing and branding. Like all of these things that like sure. my whole life has been leading up to NFTs. Like, sure, sure, so sure. I'm like all in, but like, just keep exploring and keep learning until like, okay, I dove into this. Uh, this ain't really that. You don't have to keep going with it just because you know you put the time there. It'll come back around again in another way you wouldn't even expect. Yeah, yeah. I think you said it best too. Like I know this is something I've had to kind of break a habit of. It's like you know you want to get into something and spend all night and read all night, and it's like that's that just doesn't make sense. And you know, a buddy of mine long ago, he was like, if you spend twenty minutes or something a day, that's enough. It's like as long as you get it. If you start it, because also the key is once you start, you might just keep reading and keep going, but like. A lot of times we don't start researching and doing because we feel like we got to be there all night. And it's like, no, just start. And if you're done in 20 minutes or you don't pick it up or like you said, if it doesn't interest you, then it's on to something else. But at least just give you dedicate a few minutes and you can get we can give ourselves. Like I put a timer on Instagram to tell me how long I'm on Instagram. And I was embarrassed. I'm not gonna tell you how long I'm on Instagram today, but uh, it's like I was like, all right, now you can you can read a couple books or you know look up something else. If you can be on Instagram, this dog long for sure. Right, and that's what we not. I mean, social media is great, but you're not gonna miss nothing if you get off social media. You that's, know, for a few a hours or a day or a week or a month, you're gonna come back and it's gonna be the same. You're gonna see some funny memes. You're gonna see you know some people dancing. You're gonna yeah. see some people pointing to the screen and pointing to the. Way <laughs> Don't be there you know yeah, you ain't yeah. gonna miss nothing so you yeah. might as well like have that you time get some rest number one mm -hmm. you need rest and then going within and just putting things in your mind and um you know even if you don't have a lot of time like how you were saying our subconscious is so powerful like just put it in there and it's gonna be doing some stuff even when you're not thinking about it or when you're sleeping and you'll be surprised how you know it comes out later just from that little bit that you put in yeah, yeah, yeah. good advice. Definitely good advice. So I know you got Roseman Media. You know what I'm saying? You are paying to do all this stuff. I know you're talking about your personal brand. Tell us a bit about kind of what you're giving out to the world now. Um, so I'm definitely putting more into my personal brand now. Um, it was one of those things where 
because I care about different things and I have like, you know, my marketing and branding um, agency, Rosa Media, Radiant Thorns, which is more like the creative. And then I have journals and my essentials keeper. Um, it's like, okay, what am I going to talk about? Because I don't want people to be like, man, she all over the place. She don't know. But like, this is my real life. Mm. I do paint. I care about analytics. And, you know, I love to create content. Like I really do all of these things every day. So um, definitely just taking more time to show kind of the behind the scenes, even though a lot of time I'm just sitting right here at my desk, just keep it a hundred. It's not sure. glamorous at all. Mm-hmm. I just right here <laughs> with my water and my tea. Sure. Um, but, you know, just to show a little bit more of that and normalize being a dynamic person, like, we all have a variety of things we care about and things going on in our life. And social media will tell you, no, you can only talk about this one thing. And that's it. Like, I'm so over it. I'm so over the, everybody's content looking the same all the time. I'm so over, like, just, you have to be strategic. Don't get me wrong. You gotta be strategic. Say if you got a product or, you know, it's a business page or something, there is a rhyme and a reason that's going to get you more profits. But at the same time, we are humans. And we were put here to create the individuals. Like, isn't it the most amazing, amazing feeling when you had a little weird thing about you and you meet somebody that got like the same weird thing? They understand. Like, you. I know what you mean. It's right? like you. Thank you. I do like Spider-Man cereal. Thank you very much. We're on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so we got to like be weird a little bit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's more fun, you know? You know, that's a good point because I think, you know, you bring it up. It's like we stop leaning into our idiosyncrasies right and just going this this, these are my quirks and this is who i am because you know either you get clowned for it or you know it's not like everybody else so yeah it's not weird i think to your point that's what makes that's what really makes the world go around right that we're all different and we all learn from each other and like you say you find out that maybe some people are you're like some folks and this this is cool i got my own little tribal folks that we Mm -hmm. understand each other in the same way so that's great so that's great so listen, is there anything else? Uh, anything we missed? I think, you know, you gave us some great information. And always, as always, folks, you can Google it yourself and read it. <laughs> Learn about it. So Rachel, make sure you give us your uh, information that we, people can follow you on Instagram or social media. Cool. So um, my personal Instagram page is Rachel Nicole Turner. Rachel has two A's, R-A-C-H-A-E-L, Nicole Turner. two A's. Don't, yeah, don't two leave out that second A. Yes. <laughs> it's important. It's I know. Important. I'm sure you correct a lot of people like, no, no, there are two A's. I'm doing it. Sometimes I just be like, whatever. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I know my mom was special with the spelling of it. So, you sure, know, I'm, I'm sure. not one of those people that's offended, like when people get it wrong, but I do try to correct. But anyway, Rachel Nicole Turner um, on Instagram um, for marketing and branding, specifically Rosemead Media. And then uh, for like journaling, and then I'm um, actually kind of pivoting Radiant Thorns, which is my other brand, to really go all in like with entrepreneurs and organization. Mm. So um, that's Radiant Thorns. Yeah, let me know when you do that because I'm going to need that. Yeah, I'm all over the place. Yep, 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 yep. So Rachel, it's always a pleasure to see you and I'm glad you joined us today. So I got to have you back on real soon and give us another update on some things we should be checking out and following and just some more inspiring nuggets for uh, the entrepreneurs out there, okay? Yeah, definitely. Anytime. (laughs) Appreciate you. I want to thank Rachel for always bringing us some good information, some good news, some good tips. I mean, she says all the time, Google is your friend. 
definitely use Google to find any information. All the information is, is out there and available to you. And she's just a hardworking person. And again, very brilliant, man. Knows how, to, knows how to put those things together. So shout out to her, her clients, and all those businesses that she kind of told us about the industries that we should be looking for in 2022 with things you can involve yourself in. You know, nothing wrong making a couple bucks. Nothing's wrong with achieving your dreams and your goals. Just got to work at it for sure. So again, definitely want to thank Rachel. Uh, we're going to put her, uh, her Instagram, put her uh, social media, and also her website in the uh, notes for the show. And before we get out of here, just want to make sure we acknowledge one more thing is today as we record, this is the second anniversary of the death of Kobe Bryant. Uh, you know, I, I was just happened to have a TV on and seeing the tributes. And I'm thinking like, man, that was two years ago. I you know, remember where I was, remember exactly what happened. You know what I'm saying? And just remember the rest of the day was spent in disbelief. Uh, and that's just me. I never met that man. Right. Uh, you know, never like ever once got close to Kobe Bryant. So I can only imagine how his wife and his daughters and those who were around him definitely feel. Uh, and again, you know, it's still cool seeing Kobe videos on on YouTube when they pop up. You know what I'm saying? Like they're still inspiring. I mean, he, I still admire the guy just like, you know, when you find something you're passionate in, that's kind of the caveat. Right. It's like when you find something that is yours and you are passionate in it, like don't let nothing stop that. It stop you from working at it and making it being a master at it, master at the craft. You know what I'm saying? He was obsessive about basketball, but that's something that he felt that he loved. So, you know, take that lesson with you. Definitely rest in power. God rest his soul. And all the other victims on the um, plane, I'm sorry, helicopter, oh, including, his, including his daughter. Um, you know, that, that just has to be again, you know, heartbreaking for uh, Vanessa Bryant. There was a statue. You probably heard about this. A guy put a 160-pound statue, bronze statue, on the crash site um, of the uh, where where Kobe and, and those other individuals died. And he kind of wants the city to hopefully give him a chance to make a larger statue of Kobe and his daughter um, that could represent, you know, who he was to the city and just kind of about his basketball legacy. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, you know, because he you know, didn't have to take the time to do it, but he you know, put it on the crash site. But, uh, you know, definitely, you know, time, you know, you don't, you don't know your next hour of next minute. So the people that you know and you care about, tell them that you love them. And also while you got a chance and while you're breathing, you know, do something that you love or try to do something that you love. Don't try not to waste your time. Try to spend it wisely. Cause you just never know when it's your last moment. Like you do not know. Kobe did not wake up that day thinking this is my last day. Right. He had major plans. He had plans. You wanted to do things. You wanted to get done. I think the one thing about Kobe's life that we can all take from it is that, you know, he was pushing to the living, like after his retirement, he was just living off, off gravy. Right. He just was not just trying stuff because every day he spent trying to be the best version of Kobe that he could be. Right. In terms of basketball sense. So once he got out of NBA, he started living his best life. And I just encourage us all to do the same. Like, let's choose every day to squeeze out the day and not not necessarily in some work your fingers to the bone and forget about everything. But just like, you know, really maximize your day. You know, there are times that I know, man, I find myself I, I didn't watch three episodes or something that ain't going to really affect my life. Just one episode will do, you know, but what else can I do for myself? It will be with my children be with my friends be with my, my my loved ones man you know what i'm saying so i encourage you all to just uh, learn from kobe and live life to the fullest and, and attack it with vigor and with passion 
uh, with greatness and with excellence. So with that, we're going to get out of here. Thank you for listening to the Super Duper Pod. Again, follow us on Instagram, S-U-P-A. D-U-P-A-P-O-D and also at HP53Productions.com Get you a skull cap, Southside DNA and a sweatshirt. They are dope and they are warm. So make sure you check it out. It's going to be cold. Actually, tomorrow's going to be pretty warm, but it was cold the last couple of days, man. So stay warm wherever you are. Uh, thank you for listening. God bless you. Take care of yourselves and each other. This is the Super Duper Podcast. Would you be off on this campaign? Is it suicide? If you know that bringing hope here is how careers die. Or do the case stand for kamikaze? For Jay Silent, it's everywhere you can feel them falling. Sugar, lately, I've been up late with what? demons in my basement trying to get me to hate this. What? Life thinking I should be further and then I choke up. As soon as I got silent, then the truth spoke up. This said, how you know you ain't perfect? Let that soak up and soak in. You know how you know that you're blessed. I